Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. As we move inexorably towards our electric future, one of the biggest outliers is commercial air travel. Jet fuel is just a ton more efficient than electric and other alternatives, and it may be a while before we can close the gap, if ever. A completely different idea would be an exponentially quicker form of ground transportation, like, for example, Elon Musk. Hyperloop idea or the University of Houston theory of using superconductors to power magnetically levitated trains and to transmit electrical power without energy loss. On the line, we've got Dr. Zifeng Ren, the director of the Texas Center for Superconductivity at the University of Houston, and who also came up with the superconductor concept. So, Dr. Ren, thanks for joining us. And what's the impetus behind your superconductor concept? Uh, what sort of problem does it solve? Uh, good morning. Uh, thank you, Jason, uh, for the opportunity to talk to uh, your uh, pe- people, audience, or uh, listeners. Uh, the superconductivity, uh, as you understand, is a conductor uh, does not have resistance. Since there is no resistance, that means you can transmit uh, electrical power without loss. Currently, the power grid, uh, we do transport, uh, transmit electrical power, and we have certain loss, uh, which is why we need to use high voltage to transmit uh, electrical power. Otherwise, your loss will be too much. So superconductor has this special uh, property, it's zero resistance, and uh, you can transmit electrical power with the loss also, you can store a huge amount of electrical power without a loss over a very long time. And that's the beauty of superconductors. Okay, now I think a lot of people may have heard of the Hyperloop Maglev concept, but not not, that, not this specifically. What are some of the fundamental differences between the two ideas? So the difference between Elon Musk is the Hyperloop and my concept here from the University of Houston is very different. Uh, what I can first say is that Elon Musk is Hyperloop uh, concept is really for only trans, uh, transport of people and then potential goods. That's all. It's just two functions. My concept has at least 10 functions into a single system, and we use a superconductor uh, to transmit electrical power, to store electrical power. That's two functions already. And then at the same time, our system, uh, we use the liquid hydrogen to cool the superconductor. And then liquid hydrogen itself is a very high energy density uh, source, clean source, very clean. Uh, when it's hydrogen burns and you or use a fuel cell or whatever other uh, transformation to generate electrical power, you not only get electrical power, also the byproduct is there's no carbon dioxide or whatever whatsoever, but it's pure water, which is very environmentally uh, friendly. So with uh, hydrogen uh, transported, also hydrogen stored, uh, so you add two more functions to the system. At the same time, uh, because my system, my concept has very high speed, uh, of the moving vehicles instead of like 70, 80 miles per hour. Uh, we are talking about, uh, 400, about 400 miles per hour. So in this way, you can, uh, try, you can imagine, uh, the domestic, if you are trying to go from Boston to Los Angeles across America from east to west coast. And you are talking about less than 10 hours, 
you have your car driving uh, from Boston to Los Angeles. So at the same time, when you reach Los Angeles, you still have your car, so you don't have to uh, worry about uh, taxi or rent a car. Uh, also, uh, the maximum flexibility is there uh, for if you want to take airplane, you can only go uh, when airplane uh, takes off. Uh, you cannot go anytime you want. But if you have your own car, use the super conducting limited super system, you can go anytime you want. Uh, you uh, it's you decide your schedule. It's not other people. And obviously, if the airplane domestic airplane is much fewer than before, the environmental uh, concern is much uh, relieved because you don't need the airplane does not burn that much uh, fuel uh, to produce carbon dioxide anymore. At the same time, this is superconducting limited super system. All the vehicles, personal cars, trucks, uh, school bus, whatever they move vehicles on t on the road, you don't burn a single drop of fuel. Uh, really, everything is electrical, and that will significantly reduce the uh, the uh, carbon dioxide emitted by all the uh, vehicles. And at the same time, uh, this superconductivity super system is very safe uh, because uh, superconducting uh, levitation has itself a very uh, unique property. It's a flux spinning. Uh, so your car uh, is firmly uh, stuck to the uh, road, levitated, but also uh, attached to the road. There's no way, uh, no possibility, the car will will be derailed or uh, be crashing with other cars, uh, and so the uh, safety is highly improved. As you know, nowadays uh, in the whole in the world, every year there's more than 1.3 million uh, deaths due to uh, traffic. Uh, so with this super system, uh, in one day, uh, fully implemented and the number of deaths due to uh, traffic accident will be very much reduced to a very small number. Uh, so uh, you, you have all sorts of benefits and basically uh, into a one system, even though the system, of course, just like uh, Elon Musk's uh, Hyperloop, uh, it's going to be uh, expensive to uh, get it done first, but as soon as, as, soon as it's done, my system has, as I said, as I said at least the 10 functions into a single system, and uh, each function will be much cheaper, and uh, economically, it's really viable. Okay, and, and now your, as your press release mentioned, superconductor research has been going on since 1987, so why hasn't it been commercialized for transportation purposes as of yet, and how can we overcome that issue? Well, that's exact, That's a very good question. Uh, as you know the fact, uh, it, is, it is true. The high-temperature superconductors has been discovered since 1986. Uh, the, a lot of demonstration, fundamental research, and technology has been developed to show uh, the uh, magnetic train is possible to use a superconductor, uh, but uh, you don't see a magnetic train system uh, over long distances running anywhere in the world. Uh, this is why uh, when I look at this issue uh, and I came up with this new concept, uh, the, the reason for that is because the magnetic train is 
the track, the road has to be uh, paved. Basically, you put all the uh, permanent magnets there, and then each vehicle or train or vehicle, uh, you have to have a superconductor uh, on it. And then the superconductor obviously carries the cryogenic system, has to a moving cryogenic system. Uh, it's uh, another complication, which is, uh, for that system, it's only, again, it's only single purpose, uh, people or mass transportation, uh, which is why it, it's expensive, which is why it's not everywhere uh, nowadays. And then that is exactly the same reason I just mentioned it before. Uh, my uh, concept uh, put the transportation, electrical power transmission, uh, hydrogen storage, hydrogen trans uh, transport, everything put in the t together. And now I think uh, it is time. It is really the right time to think about uh, uh, putting superconductor into actual application uh, in consideration of the society's movement to hydrogen. Uh, these two uh, work together uh, can really make the superconducting limited uh, super highway system uh, a, a, a possi po possible. And basically, uh, you you are talking about convert the current uh, highway system into a uh, not only transportation network system, but also a energy future energy clean energy network. And uh, which is why uh, I think it's, it is the right time now. Okay. Now, you sort of um, got into this already, but. Uh, from a qualitative and quantitative perspective, how would the concept compare to traditional air, air travel other than the, the lack of emissions, as you mentioned? Well, uh, traditional air travel, uh, when the distance is long enough, you have to take airplane. Otherwise, but of course, you can't drive. It's just a matter of time. You drive longer. Give it, just give an example, like here from Houston to Los Angeles. You have to drive a little bit over 20 hours. Uh, which is why people normally don't drive unless you are trying to take the road trip also sort of as a recreational site, you know, uh, site uh, seeing uh, that purpose you, you drive, otherwise you take the flight. So take the flight, obviously from Houston to Los Angeles, uh, you know, the flight time is like three and a half hours. You have to go two, uh, two hours uh, ahead to go to the airport, and then when you reach Los Angeles, you have to go take taxi, all sorts of those things, go into wherever you want. So total will be uh, easily six to seven hours. So with my uh, super system, uh, if you drive, uh, instead of 75 miles per hour, now you can go 400 miles per hour. Uh, you can reach from uh, Houston to Los Angeles uh, about five hours. And then that uh, makes air travel uh, not absolutely needed. Uh, so, uh, so technology obviously uh, will change people's uh, travel uh, method, either drive or uh, air by air. So, okay, great. Thanks, Dr. Ren. I want to thank you for your time and to our audience. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe and healthy, and have a great day.